a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Jake and Ben, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. Best of State winner Smart Rain has an incredible Black Friday offer running for the entire month of November. Smart Rain is giving free controllers along with a free Apple iPad to commercial properties who sign up with a paid cellular hosting subscription. Visit SmartRain.net or call 877-346-3333. He is the head coach at Weber State. He's our friend Jay Hill. What's going on, Coach? Oh, not much. How are you guys? We're doing great. Uh, you've got to be doing well. Go up there and uh, pound the Bengals 40-17. to You've got to be riding high a little bit. Yeah, it was a good game for us. I thought we played very well. Offense, defense, special teams. Other than two turnovers that kind of hurt us, um, the rest of the game was very, very well played. So you've won three out of four now. Three games left in the season. Type of stretch like that, how much momentum do you gain off of, you know, a month of really good play versus, you know, a bounce back week? Well, I mean, you can for sure. I mean, this this sport's a sport of momentum and mojo, right? Your team gets feeling good. And we played very well the last two weeks, more like the team that I, I said all along I thought we had. And, and we've shown it. We've had stretches even in those two games where, again, we look as good as anybody in the country. And that's kind of what we're trying to build for is get that consistency in when we play at that high level, you know, how do we get it to where it's, it's showing up for 55 minutes of the game instead of, you know, 35, 40 minutes of the game. So I'm curious from a, from a coaching and motivational perspective after a game where you play really well and you're feeling good about uh, how your team is playing, do you tell your team that? Do you harp on, you know, you mentioned the turnovers. Do you point those out? Do you, or, I mean, I guess the answer to this probably is you, you handle everything the same way every week. But coming off a big win where you play well, what's the message to your team? Well, again, I know it sounds like coach talk, but really it is truly one week at a time. Every opponent gives such different challenges than the last, like, uh, last week, Idaho State was completely different than the Eastern game before, and now this game is going to be completely different than the last two were as far as the challenges that they pose and, you know, what you're up against. Like, today, we can't practice because of Election Day, and so it's just every week has its own challenges, and you take them as they come, and a, a mature team and hopefully a mature coaching staff handles those changes better than others, and um, really, it's the immature teams that let you know a big game get to their head, or playing well or playing poorly get to their heads. Uh, you just kind of put your head down and 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 uh, stay the stay the course. You know, abide by our process and just keep doing what we do. Coaches, you've you've been so successful now as a head coach for so many years. At what point in a week of preparation do you feel like you're? prepared for your upcoming opponent or does it never do you never feel satisfied with who you're about to play well you know what it's so weird because you never quite know that's one thing that's great about sports is 
I've had weeks of practice where I thought, man, we look really sharp, we look really good, and then you just you go out and you don't quite play the way you had practiced. And then there's weeks like last week where after our Thursday practice, I pretty much knew this team was going to play outstanding. Just We practiced so good and so clean for a Thursday practice that I just knew we were ready to go out and execute at a high level, and they did. Um, so I, I, I don't know, and each team's different. That's the other thing is that every team has a, a different personality, and you just try to your best to get to know that personality and know what leaders you can lean on as to what the real vibe in the locker room is. And, um, you know, sometimes they need to be chewed and sometimes they need to be loved. And um, maintaining that over a 12-week season is not always easy. So Shahid, coach, um, averaged 26 and a half yards. If I'm doing my math right, 26 and a half yards per time that he touched the ball, and he touched the ball 10 times. Is that good? <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. We need to, If he did it that, we should have had him touch it 20 times, huh? Yeah, maybe. Maybe give him the hand, hand it off a couple times. Or you have to might give up well, touchdowns to get the kickball, the, the kickback. I know, huh? That's, that's what we don't want to do. We threw a pick six. So we throw a pick six in that game, and the very next play he takes the kickoff return for a touchdown. So... Uh, I don't know if that's the answer, but we do need to get him the ball more. The dilemma is it gets hard when you have a guy like that at this level and everybody knows he's probably the most dynamic guy on the field. They find really good ways of not kicking to him, not punting to him, or double-teaming him in the throw game. Um, so, you know, it makes it to where you got to be creative sometimes to get him to, to continue to get him the ball. and That's a tribute to him and what, what kind of player he is. What's the difference between some of these really talented kick returners? Because you also saw Reggie Dunn at Utah, who's one of the best we've ever seen come through the state. Is there a difference between those two guys, or can you compare the two? It's all coaching. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> See how I took credit for that? Smart, no, smart. There, there's, there's a certain guy that is special at what they do. They just see it. They know how to set it up. They know how to wiggle through it. They... They break the arm tackle. Um, and then the other thing that's crazy about those guys is when you have a real dude back there, they instill such a confidence in those other 10 guys that are blocking for them that they just know, like, if you kick this to him, there's a good chance it's going to score. And that's exactly what happened that year at the University of Utah when Reggie Dunn had those 400-yard kick returns for touchdowns. It's just it was almost like the whole team was hoping and praying they would kick to him because if they did, it was probably going to be a touchdown. Jay Hill with us, head coach at Weber State. Uh, coach, tell us a little bit about Portland State. Uh, they got a quarterback that's playing very uh, efficient, effective right now. He's played a lot of football for him. We, the last time we faced him was in 2017. He was a freshman. And even then, he was tough as nails, run around, make plays. Um, they stay mostly spread out. So, you know, you're going to see a bunch of spread formations where they chuck it all over the yard. I think the most uh, similar that most people would know is maybe like a Washington State or something like that where they just keep you spread out and want to chuck it. Um, their, their defense poses some issues with this. They're an odd front team that will blitz and twist and give you a bunch of looks, especially in the front seven. So we got our work cut out for us. They two at one, three of the last four games. 
Uh, they're riding pretty high right now, feeling good about themselves, so this will be a good matchup. Why does that happen? I'm curious if you have a theory on this. What, Portland State's in the Northwest. Oregon certainly opens it up. Washington State opens it up. Territorial, territorially, excuse me, it seems like teams kind of have a similar style. Is that because of the environment that's around them? Is it because that's the type of kid, you know, in high school that's watching these teams play? Because, you know, you look at Southern California, they can kind of say they play the same way. Texas has kind of had certain, you know, similarities yeah. between the way they play, obviously, Southern, you know, football traditionally. Is that a thing or am I making that up? No, I, th- I think you're, I don't, I don't know if it's 100%, but I think that there's some truth to what is your recruiting footprint and where can you get your recruits? And then you want to kind of build schemes and, and strategies around, you know, the kind of players that you can recruit. I think weather comes into it. You know, like if you're in the Montanas and you know late in the season when you get in the playoffs, you might be facing crappy weather. You better know how to run the ball. Um, and, and so I think, I think weather plays a factor into what some teams do. I think just sheer talent level, like the academies, for for example, they they all play a similar style based on who they can recruit. Um, I don't know how much of it is territory, as much as it is just kind of what you can recruit and what what is available to you. How's the letter, weather looking for uh, this Saturday, Coach? I'm just trying to go to. You guys have a home game. Ooh, it's going to be nice. Beautiful, it's going to be yeah. 62 degrees. You've got a nice 1 o'clock kickoff. Perfect football weather. That, that is as good a weather as you can expect in November. It might be too warm. Do you have a preferred you know, weather? Do you want it to be warm? Do you want it to be – do you like fall? I mean, just kind of from a personal aesthetic and, and, and you know, coaching in the weather. Well, sometimes it's, it's – that's another thing that's all predicated upon who you're playing. If we're playing the California teams, I want it to be as cold and nasty as possible. If we're if we're playing like those those teams up in the Pacific Northwest that are used to playing in the rain and just kind of where it's gloomy a little bit, um, then I want it to be as sunny and warm as possible and let our guys go out there and feel good about the weather and the atmosphere. Uh, I think I think it all depends on who we're playing. Late in the year, I don't mind bad weather. We've always considered ourselves a bad weather team we play good in it and so um it really doesn't worry me that we face bad weather games all right coach this is a really random final question for you and i'll let hatch explain why i'm uh, asking it uh, after the okay. interview is over but uh what, what was the name of that band that sang that <laughs> tom sawyer song from canada canadian yeah he might not know. I have no, Good I drummer. Have no All right. Uh, uh, another way to say in a hurry would be in a. See, you're you're going down the wrong. Uh, He's got to hang up on us. I know. We're gonna lose I'm not good with genres. I'm not good with who's How about, what. Well, well, here's what we're doing, Coach. We 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 did a keyword before the interview that it, once you said this keyword, the listeners oh. needed to couldn't be caller twelve for jazz tickets, and we've been trying to get you to say it all interview, <laughs> and you haven't <laughs> oh, been cooperating. Uh, how about this? I have no all, idea. All, the clues you're giving me right now that you're not disjointed. Me down the yeah. Right. Okay, I'm going to ask it in a different way. All right. Another in football, another word for the run game is the. I think you're even too loose. Is here. that what you got to go on the nose? F- radio host, last name Limbaugh, first name Rush. There, there we go. There it is, Rush. And we were going to count uh, Rashid, even though it's spelled differently. But <laughs> we couldn't get yeah, you to Rashid say the first name. Rush, Rashid. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we were going yeah, for. That was our fault. got me on. 
Yeah, it was yeah, that was our. You'd have never got me on that. I might have said rushing. But yeah, I don't right. Know if that would we thought it was it was a flexible word. That's kind of why we used it, but we couldn't okay. we couldn't quite drag it out. Thanks for coach. playing along. Yeah, coach. thank you very much for playing along, Coach. Yeah. By uh, the way, the the whole clue thing you were trying to get me to say it, I had no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't stand we'll, rush anyway, so we'll it's steer clear you know next what? weekend. Yeah, we will. We'll we'll do our best, uh, Coach. You're the best. Good luck. All right, guys. There he is, Coach Jay Hill. Thanks, Coach Jay Hill. Yeah, we had to we had to get it out. You nice had to say to rush. Along. Yeah, it was nice. Not one. every coach would do that. Coach Hill is he's really one of the good ones. Yeah. Coach and I'm Hill with you on best. rush. Yeah. yeah, we agree. Not big on rush. Not a big rush fan. Yeah. But so bump back music next time. Rush. Yeah. No. No. Pass. Hard pass on that hatch. Greg Rubel on. We'll talk rush with him. That'll be the he only time loves, we talk rush again. Yeah, he he's loves Canadian. Rush. All right. Stay tuned. More next. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone.